Rarely do I have a podcast episode title in mind before the podcast. Whoa, what is it? Library and Bridget's Fantasies. <laughs> That's exactly right, guys. Listen in. <laughs> so there's two themes to this episode. Uh, one, it's about Bridget. You're going to learn a lot about me. Two, uh, the library, Lake Geneva Public Library, opened this week. Yay! Reopened. Officially. Re- yeah, officially. <laughs> it's been open for a little bit. And uh, Bridget, you did some, you did God's work with reopening the library. God's work. Food is what you we're saying. You provided the food. Well, Lake you, Geneva Country Meats, as well as, yes, my handy hands. <laughs> you were the handy hands. And uh, we went to two of the grand opening ceremonies. Yeah. The, the like VIP big baller ones. were VIPs. <laughs> and the official one. And during these trips, I spotted something that was like, oh my God, Bridget needs this. And what is it? It is called drinking French. First of all, drinking, Bridget loves it. Great. French, Bridget loves it. Loves it. it. Uh, <laughs> drinking and French, Bridget loves it. These are fancy cocktails. And I mean, as you all know, a French 75 is my fave cocktail. So I was like, oh my God, I need to get this book. I was thinking about surprising with you. No. Surprising you with it. But again, I just like. But I'm, you remembered what? That I hate surprises. So I was like, <laughs> oh, wait for it. The segment after the break is a surprise. Oh, great. You've great. had some guesses. They're valiant guesses. But so wrong. Anyway, um, checked out the book. Yeah. And decided we should make one of these cocktails. My problem with cocktail cookbooks, cocktail book, cocktail cookbook, well, cocktail, cocktail cookbook. recipe books, I don't know what they're called. Cockbook? But <laughs> doom, boom. That's, a That's terrible. But also, it's a cocktail cookbook. <laughs> I think it's called Grinder. Anyway. <laughs> uh, oh, damn. <laughs> we haven't even started drinking, you guys. Um, <laughs> Focus, Nick. <laughs> Have I distracted you? Yes, the cocks. <laughs> uh, anyway, so beautiful photography, lots of things. Yeah, Probably cocktail book. cookbooks. Is they're all like, you need 17 different syrups yeah. that you've made from scratch that can make 150 cocktails, but you're going to make two. You need half an ounce of <laughs> this special thing. Anyway, so there's a bunch in here, though, that I think we can make. And one, there's a bunch that are Lillet cocktails. <laughs> I sent Bridget on an expedition to get this. And this cocktail this that I made. This and a hundred other things. <laughs> that I think you will like. Well, because there was two things I was going to make. Oh, there's a cocktail in here called As Keep I was, the Tip. I was at Let's the liquor. make the cock jokes. Keep, Keep the tip. I was at the liquor store at 10 a.m. getting like the weirdest <laughs> French liqueurs. And I was like, yes, do you have this? They're like, no. But like they looked up an alternative for me. They got us the alternative. Shout out to Jim. He does a good work. Great job, Bruno's. Um, so we- this is called a triple menace. I actually thought oh. it was called a menage a trois. I'm like, God. We just really are all in on the double entendres Might as here. Well be. So this uh so this is why I thought it was. The description is the cookbook is Drinking French by David Leibovitz. Leibovitz, whatever you want to say. Uh the drink is a triple threat, Menonce. Oh. Chiple Minos, I think is the actual French pronunciation of it. Combining three of my favorite spirits, gin, lilay, and Suze. Uh oh. we weren't able to get Suze, yep. but we did get uh Char- yellow chartreuse, chartreuse yep. which is a very good substitute. Which I learned they also have green, which is just higher in alcohol. <laughs> Add the gin, Lillet, and Suze 
to a cocktail mixing glass. I do think it's Suze, not Suzanne, because there would be a T there. Yeah, I think you're right. He fill, said it out loud. Fill with ice and stir until well chilled. Strain into a tumbler or a rocks glass. Add one large ice cube or a small handful of ice, which is what we did. Garnish with a citrus twist. We don't have a citrus twist. Oh. So this drink is an ounce and a half of gin, an ounce of Lille Blanc. Half an ounce of Suze and an orange or lemon twist for garnish. It's, There's a ton more drinks in here. It looks beautiful, you guys. Maybe we're just going to drink our way through it. Because we have to have an aviation. Okay? This is what I'm mad about. Cheers. Cheers. I'm nervous about this. So we gave Sarah a sneak preview of this, and she had a bad reaction to it. Ooh, it snuck up on me a little. I think this is delicious. That's pretty good. It's a, it's strong. What is Lillet and what is the other ingredient? Like, are they alcoholic? They're aperitifs, yeah. Oh, so oh like yeah, 20%. one of them was a bitters. Yep, yep. So there's a bitters, there's a, like, floral element. So it's, like, bitter and this floral, is, just like you. Bitter and floral. <laughs> I'm going to make Aromatic, a... bitter, but floral. TM, everybody, TM. I'm going to design a bomb-ass shirt that says bitter and floral. Hear it now. I'm going to make a note. <laughs> you all can purchase one. It'll be dinner plus drinks merchandise. It'll be, like, the notorious RBG shirts. I love so it'll be those. Like, uh, you were talking to me about the screws in your hair. Yes. So, like, you it's are a, a bun person. Like, you, you do have that signature thing. It's what I did for my wedding. So you could do the, like, kind of, you have, actually, Lucy also has this look. You could do the kind of, <laughs> like, this look <laughs> with, like, the bun out, like, black outline, and then. Bitter and floral. Bitter it, and floral. It's, like, the, it's called a cameo. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I actually inherited a lot of cameo jewelry from, um, you know, basically no one else wanted it. And I was like, I love cameos. This is actually pretty delicious. This is good. You know what I like about it is it's a nice, like, sipper. For me, like, this would take me Oh, I agree. Yeah, drink. it's going to take an hour to drink. But it's um it's As so the fun. ice melts into it, it definitely needs some dilution. That was the next thing I was going to say is give me more ice. Yeah, it needs dilution. It's perfectly cold, which yep. I appreciate. But it doesn't, does this not just make you feel so grown up? This I, fancy drink? <laughs> I heard from you, Bridget. Not my old age. <laughs> you need... You need cocktails. You're tired of the beer. You're tired of the RTDs. You want real cocktails. Don't give me a canned cocktail. So again, this is about fulfilling your fantasies. Everybody, do not learn. It's all about me. (laughs) Well, thanks, Nick. Here to make you some cocktails. Guys, I keep losing my outline. It's as if I'm not meant to do this today. Okay, here we are. Um, So library opened. It's really awesome. I just got to go back to that. For all you people that were hating on it, you got to shut it. Like, the... They thought through so many things like that you don't even notice that they lowered all the bookcases so you can see the lake from anywhere in the building and it is brighter in there. Yes, Nick, he's raising his hand. So the best thing about the lowered bookcases is they're pretty tall still. I know what you're going to. They're about (laughs) five foot 11. So I can barely see over them. But. So I recently learned I'm in the 97th percentile for height for men in America. Really? Yep. I didn't think I was that tall. But I was in a group of people that were 6'3", 6'4", and 6'8", and I was very uncomfortable. I'm like, I've never experienced... So I was like, I was talking to Sarah about this. She's like, yeah. So I looked at Wait, how tall are you? I'm basically 6'2". Oh, oh, really? Mm -hmm. If you measure in centimeters, I'm closer to 6'2", than 6'1". Okay. So I'm tall. Yeah. But I I don't feel like I'm that tall. I have no gauge of height. So (laughs) I can see over it. Most people can't. Lucy needed to be picked up by dad. Yeah, she was running so, a little cray in the library. Tyler <laughs> comes down. We were hiding in a corner. You, me, and Shannon. Avoiding as many city officials as possible. And there's a scurry of like, oh, I think Tyler's here. There's a text. 
And I can see, like, Ichabod, whatever his name from Salem, <laughs> a head floating above the shelves perfectly. Oh, Tyler is so tall. His head is just floating over the shelves, walking <laughs> above the library. I'm like, this is the most funny thing I've ever <laughs> like seen. Like an angel from heaven. In my Well, no, because it's just his head. It looks like a dismembered oh, no. head. Oh, sorry about that. He's so tall. But really, he saved the day because Lucy sprinted across uh, while someone was giving a nice, quiet speech. Um, Such she a went sprinting speech. across. But you know what? One of the board members, Linnell Graham, maybe the best human being in Lake Geneva. Probably, yeah. She pulled me aside on Monday, the day after this like VIP opening thing, and said, Thank you again for bringing your kids to that event where very clearly people did not want kids. <laughs> she was like, "Because people, suck. this library is for children. And I'm like, oh, so you're right. You understand that there is a future in Lake Geneva and it's children who should be appreciating, like, learning their love for the yes. library at a young age. So she made me feel better because I did not feel good about having my kids there, even though I was told to bring my kids to it. <laughs> Tyler had, well, Simona was supposed to come, but she kept sleeping, so she didn't come. <laughs> um, Tyler had quite the eventful week. First of all, he was a floating Ichabod. I just, what is the name? Ichabod something? Anyway. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. He had. He was, first um, of all, a floating head. At least once a week, I almost spit out a beverage onto our microphone, and that just happened because my tie. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Tyler, shall I start with the punchline? Tyler's the best dad in the world, and I don't know how you – we're no longer on the apology tour like we were last week or the week before. I'm truly saying that he's the best dad in the world, the most fun dad, the most patient dad. And how Sorry, do you – Sorry, Sean. How do you <laughs> – Thanks for all the volleyball, Sean. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. My dad doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> but how do you know that? He broke his hand playing with the children. That's right. Just playing with the kids. He broke his hand and – he didn't man flu it. So was like, it the metacarpal? The metatarpal? It's the, the metacarpal. Me- uh, I think. Doctor friends. Uh, the but but very close to his wrist. So like you almost have a his lot wrist. Of doctor friends, actually. I know. I I thought of that the other day. I was like, oh, I'm not as smart as my friends. Um, <laughs> smart in a different way. So anyway, he was wrestling with the kids. And long story short, like basically, uh, kind of fell to his knees so the kids wouldn't fall. And Tyler's weight, Elliot's weight, and Lucy's weight all fell on his metacarpal slash wrist and broke it. He said nothing. I was home when it happened and I had no idea. The next morning he walks into the room where I was and he's like, I think I broke my hand. I'm like, no, you didn't. You know, like, no, you didn't. Well, I was wrong. He broke his hand. First bone he's ever broken. So we're, we're struggling through cast life here. Like he's not used to wearing a cast where me, I'm doing what my mom did, right? Like we had to walk uphill both ways in the snow to school. So I'm saying this to Tyler. I'm like, well, when I had a cast, Tyler, it wasn't waterproof and it was this big and I didn't get to pick a fun color because all these things were true. Like, so he has, I've never broken a bone. Yeah. And I was, I've been talking to many adults who are like, I've never broken a bone. I'm like, I've broken four all on the right side of my body. Isn't that weird? Sounds like you're a disaster, Bridget. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I am. So, <laughs> But yeah, he's got a bomb green cast. If you see him, please sign it. It's so funny. The kids all signed it. I need to sign it. The, yeah, the kids. I'm like, Tyler, you have to carry a marker around with you. <laughs> I have a marker. Conveniently, I carry a purple oh. small Sharpie, a purple ink point pen, a ballpoint, you know, ink pen, and yeah. a regular black Sharpie all the time. So I'm well prepared That's to sign really this cast. weird that you have a purple Sharpie. Well, sometimes, actually, I prefer writing with Sharpie pens. Yeah, I do too. But not all paper lets you really write with it. Oh. So, so you got that purple ink pen. <laughs> yeah, so I like writing in purple. It makes me happy. It's Sarah's favorite color. It's become my favorite color. Uh, Simona's favorite color is Lalo? 
Lello? Yellow. Really? Yep, she loves yellow. Oh, that's great. Currently. What a happy color. But she knows mommy and daddy like purple. Um, and, you know, conveniently yellow and purple, complimentary. They're, you know, near on the color wheel. Vikings. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yep. So well, yeah, Tyler, Tyler broke his hand. He itched it. This the, He did the first time sticking something down your cast to itch it because, you know, you're not supposed to. But he did, and it was like, I, I thought he was going to cry. He was so happy because <laughs> he could finally itch it. Anyway, that's my week, man. What about yours? Got some uh, stuff planted. My oh, landscaper did. <laughs> did you see it? Did you see it? You know what? In the front of my house? I did see it, but honestly, I noticed it more when we were watching it on your doorbell camera. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, it's starting to get green and grow. Wow, um, look at that. But I just want to talk about the absurdity of them. Um, so I am very big on watering. I like plants. I like plants growing. Sarah, also great at watering. <laughs> Together, we are a good team on making sure all of our plants get watered. Not me. I am watering stuff in 35-degree weather. Yeah, why, man? Because <laughs> it needs water to grow. But it's just ice cold. I was told we're not well, supposed to wa- plant till the end of May this year. Well, certain plants. These are all grasses. Yeah, I mean, I have no freaking So clue. I don't listen to those rules. Let me be clear. I mean, the other day, I couldn't get the hose going because guess what? The water in it froze overnight. Oh, shut up. So, like, you know, it unfroze. Wait, do you have to water this stuff every day? Yes, Bridget. I got to be honest <laughs> with you. I put grass seeds out on my lawn, and we didn't do shit to it, and it grew just fine. Was like it, we pulled a giant well, bush. You have, well, you have a lot of shade where you did that. That helps a lot. Oh, I mean, we watered it occasionally, but I definitely didn't use a hose ever. Grass likes water. Well, my grass grew. <laughs> I I have some projects I'd like to do this it's weekend. not as nice as Nick's I'm grass. not going to be able to. Because is it going to be cold? Oh, it's raining all day. Because I got other things to do. Doesn't it rain Saturday? Yep, but, you know, that means it's like perfect time to plant grass. I've got to run, so that'll be fun. I'm glad it's raining. <laughs> if you can... Plant grass when it's going to rain for a couple days. It's perfect. Keeps the birds away from eating it. Helps it germinate. All the things, all the stuff. I hate learning about gardening. I hate it. I I want a robust garden. Actually, I don't even care if it's robust. I just want to grow a couple things the kids get excited about eating out of the ground. That's all. Tomatoes are very easy. That's what everyone says. Grow Grow cherry tomatoes. In a pot. But I don't even need to put those in a pot. Early. This is what I can't figure Uh, out. Yeah, but that's like super easy. I mean, as opposed to my raised bed. Oh, no, you can do them in a raised bed. Oh, but don't they need to? You can trellis them. That's pretty yeah, easy. Yeah, I was like, yeah. don't they need a thing to go? Yeah, um, it's not. It... I have a list of what I want to plant. Okay. I haven't planted any of it because well, I get overwhelmed with when I'm supposed to do it all. Simona's favorite thing was being able to go out to the tomato plant and yeah, you that's and what them. the kids did last year with like the one thing that grew, which was some kind of lettucey kale spinach thing. Simona, early kid corner, <laughs> you know, just says her tomato and tato. Are very similar, and so we had uh, hash. Well, we had tater tots and tomatoes the other day. Oh, tomato tato! And she got really mad at me because she kept saying tomato, tomato. I thought she wanted more potatoes. Oh, but they were she wanted more tomatoes. (laughs) You know, she like leaves off the first syllable of each of those words. Well, and uh, so I kept like, here you go. What I thought you wanted more. I was like. Oh, because also I forgot we had cherry tomatoes on the counter. So eventually I gave them to her. It all's well. Everything's fine, guys. Everything is fine. Can I go off topic? Not topic. Off of outline? Yeah. (laughs) We're talking about gardening, right? Are you ready for the next cocktail? It's April. There's more cocktails? Well, isn't that what you thought the segment after the break was? Oh, we're not there yet. Oh, okay. 
segment after the break. Oh, okay. Just hold on. I got to complain about something, okay? <laughs> Let me just please listen to my complaint, everybody. It is April 29th as we record. I get drinking. Okay. I know. I got a ways to go. Um, I loathe the fucking constant lawnmower noise that happens in the spring. Okay. <laughs> so usually I'm the one that sends you hilarious, yes. ridiculous gripes <laughs> because I'm the person that has like, I'm a little like, there's some things in my life that are challenges that are very unique to me. So yeah, they're like weird gripes to everyone else. You had the most beautiful gripe I've seen in my life. And it was legit. It was cold and rainy yesterday. Okay. Thursday. You guys spent like two hours. I work from home. And all, I mean, hours, this guy, my neighbors that are directly next to me, and they have the most obnoxious lawn care guy. Like, he just, like, rolls up in his giant fucking truck. Like, when I say truck, I mean, like, raised pickup truck that, like, kids had in high school with a trailer and just, like, dump stuff off the trailer. So it's not, like, a branded lawn care company. And he's got this giant beard. I'm sure he's cool and lovely and great. But he spends hours at my neighbor's house. And it was pouring, not pouring. It was significantly raining yesterday. My favorite part, because you sent me video. And then I sent Nick a video to prove how annoying it was. Was he had the backpack um, leaf blower, which is a great invention. I like it. It does Has get it hot, all but the time. probably was nice. Because uh, it was cold, cold and weather. rainy. Um, so I'm, I did a lot <sighs> of lawn care when I was a kid, because we have about 80 acres that we mow as a family, especially when my grandma was alive and she actually owned everything herself. And that was my job because somebody has to do it. I only charge seven fifty an hour. <laughs> um, got those social security credits though. Cause I know I'm going to get that money when I retire. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, you cannot blow leaves when it's raining. Wet leaves do not blow. You need to rake them. So yeah. this dude was literally just racking up the billable hours. He's like 100%. a lawyer, but not as smart, not as rich. You're an asshole. I did. I was like, bro, I feel like if you just raked this, I've never seen him with a rake, but he wears that mother effing lawn mower or lawn leaf blower backpack all the time. Rakes oh, work okay, really well. I'm very upset. Okay. But well, I left, is, I had to leave my house. I work from home and I was like, I cannot handle this anymore. You know, there's manual solutions that work really well sometimes, you know, like raking. Well, and shoveling oh. as opposed to snow blowing. Snow blowing only works if it's a light, fluffy snow and enough uh, height that the augers in the snow blower can get it up and then suck it through. If it's a wet snow, it clumps and sticks yeah. up your snowblower. Yeah. If there's not enough snow, it doesn't felt. get up into the auger. It's like, dude, <sighs> it's not working. You're burning gas and killing the environment yeah. for no reason. It was just, oh, these people fertilize. They do all the things. Anyway, it was my gripe. It's springtime. Tis the season for me to get mad at, at the incest. I live on a dead end with like seven houses, yet somehow someone is always mowing their lawn. <laughs> okay, everyone, no may may. Go support it. <laughs> Except it's April. Okay. Whew. Speaking of, speaking of, my article is a nice transition here. Yeah, it is. Good work, Bridget. So I had to. I I had seed serenaders in here before, which I knew wasn't right, or seed something. But anyway, Tyler found a an awesome Reddit story that he knows what Reddit stories to share with me and which ones not to. And um, I don't have the exact Reddit. Everybody link. needs something in their marriage that just yeah, makes it work. And it's Tyler, that. yep. Tyler knows when to not tell me about Reddit stories I don't <laughs> care about. Um. So this exact link that I have is called gorillagardening.org. And it's a .org, which I thought was awesome. But the basic story was that uh, Tyler found this group of people that would ride their bikes around neglected areas of the city and drop seeds, like in shitty looking medians or, you know, whatever that looked clearly had not been 
taken care of by the government that, you know, probably the city. I would assume the city is supposed to take care of that. I know ours is. So, and they would drop wildflower our, seeds. Our city is also supposed to like make sure timers on traffic lights oh, aren't going to get people killed. Yeah, but and I'm just like, Nick, I was telling Nick about this and I'm like, oh, our city would kill us if we did this because we are a city of perfectly manicured lawns, not beautiful flowers. So, um, I, I got digging into this and this like guerrilla gardening thing is everywhere. So you, it, you know, you can figure it out if you know what guerrilla marketing is. It's the same idea that you take seeds and put them in neglected places. So they are turn out beautiful. And if, hey, people were neglecting them before, then they shouldn't be mad that there are now beautiful flowers growing in them. So it's apparently a thing. Um, they have seats like they have a whole website dedicated to it. And it was uh, just like a fun little Reddit find that then made me like deep dive slash makes me want to just I've seen um, kindergarten classrooms drop seeds in the cracks of sidewalks to just see what happens. And like beautiful flowers grow. Don't care. (laughs) Concrete's bad for the environment. (laughs) So anyway, it was lovely. Look up guerrilla gardening. If you have a safe place in your neighborhood or city to do it without getting in trouble, I support that. (laughs) I have two things I want to talk about in this segment. Uh, One, we just talked about marriage. And I would be remiss uh, if I didn't mention oh, yeah. that uh, this week is my nine-year anniversary. Nine years! And, um, you know, we talked about Tyler knows which Reddit stories to share and which ones not to. And that's what makes your marriage work. <laughs> that's uh, it. <laughs> I think my wife is the only person in the world that could be married to me. And I might be the only person in the world that could be married to her. We oh. both have some idiosyncrasies. And we love each other so much and work together so well. <laughs> Um, I know I'm hard to come across as, as sincere because I generally am above being sincere, <laughs> but, uh, I just want to take the time to very publicly say, I love you, Sarah. Um, wow. you're the best. I know you're listening and I thank you for all you put up with me and how you make me better and how you drive me to do things. I say I work, I work too much, but I do it for you. I do it to make you proud because I know what you expect of me, which is what I expect of myself. And I love you very much, and happy anniversary. Whoa, Nick. That was a soliloquy. I, I got more of those coming. <laughs> I had to take Again, a drink. I can't be sincere. I was like, I me neither. do it. I, can't I mean, but that it. was very sweet. Um, <clears throat> my anniversary will be coming up soon as well, and I won't be as nice, I'm sure. <laughs> okay, so my real thing, there's been all these stories about how uh, there's not enough pilots in the world, which strikes me as bizarre because they underpaid pilots for too long. And people are like, this, I'm not doing all the schooling to be a pilot to make 30 grand. It's worse than being a lawyer. Really? Yeah, it was really bad because you had to work at a regional for so long. And and now like the regionals are, I was talking to a guy at Low Daily. Oh, yeah. (laughs) uh, About this, who was a pilot that came out. They won the prize actually. Oh, yeah, they were so Um, great. But so there's these things about how airlines are Bussing people instead of flying people now. So I'd like you to pull up this link that I put in here. As I read to you, United, their website, is proudly announcing a new way to connect to Breckenridge and Fort Collins. We're making it easier (gasps) for you to enjoy all the hiking, rafting, and skiing that Colorado has to offer. Now you can book your Colorado adventure flying to Denver and connect to Breckenridge or Fort Collins with luxury ground transportation provided by the Landlight Company. All booked seamlessly through United.com or the United app. What they're not telling you is you booked a flight, you're going to fly on a plane, and instead, because they don't have enough pilots to fly those regional routes from Denver to Breckenridge or Fort Collins and put you on a CRJ, they're putting (gasps) you on a bus. No way. Yep. So you thought you booked this, you know, flight. Which well, in it better some ways, be cheaper, man. You better give me some money. Oh back. no! Oh no! No no! No no no! They're not no because you know Bro. when you sign the, the 
the ticket. Yeah. It's dude. So uh, how would you feel? You're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to Breck. Gonna rip some gnarly powder. Uh, <laughs> I would be so angry. And you're on a bus. Oh, and like my God. honestly, it's probably faster. Your baggage isn't gonna get lost. A bus for two hours is probably better than like you get off the plane, you know, the big 737, not 737s aren't big, but you have the 737, then you gotta go to like some piddle pile mm-hmm. jumper. I've done that. So it's almost it's in like some ways Milwaukee to Chicago. Yeah, it's yeah. in some ways a better experience, but also you're like, no, I am flying on a plane. I, mean, I am better than a bus. I don't think it has anything to feel. I don't. Man, people you're going making bad progress on that. People are going to this Breckenridge. This work. I should have thought this out better. You were right. I, I told you, just give me the half size, man. People going to Breckenridge probably care. I'm not better than a bus. It's just a very different. Like my kids, I'm apparently, than a bus. my kids. I like. I actually like like buses and trains and stuff. I like to like see the world in that way, which is weird. I like I subways. I like trains. I don't like buses. Yeah, I don't mind them because I've like I can stabbed like, on buses too many times. You've gotten what? Stabbed? Shanked. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> I just, for example, if I'm flying with my kids, great. If I'm busing with my kids, I'm oh, nervous, no. right? Because my kids have puked in moving vehicles. Oh, and no. no, thank you. Like that would, okay, no. I, I have a very good friend that's a flight attendant and she's so polite and like doesn't. She she's doesn't, very like, polite. When she's we're very like, nice. tell us the best, worst stories of people on the plane. And she's like, oh, it's not so bad. And we're like, come on, there's got to be bad ones. She's very good at like protecting the industry. So I'm going to be spending some time with her soon. I'm sure having a few beverages and having a little girl's day. And I'm going to ask her, are you guys, she does not fly for United. So I would, again, this COVID meltdown of society that like was on the breaking point and it was going to happen. And COVID I think is just the trigger. Yeah. More and more weird and bizarre ways that society's breaking. I actually Oof, had uh, was... another aviation related story because I know. Okay. So like aviation related. <laughs> well, okay. So that's kind of one of the themes, but it was about this guy. Um, flies planes <laughs> also climbs mountains, but I decided not to share it because it's just a cliffhanger. Whoa. We'll be right back. <laughs> You guys like the break music we didn't take a break last week and did you miss it <laughs> my weekend's too busy and one of the things that i you know if in therapy they tell you stop spending time on is finding new music for the break week after week <laughs> be like that is my therapy exactly i know i know so i hope you guys enjoyed the break music i'm a bad therapy patient <laughs> be what you got for uh some uh okay okay, okay. I actually got you got two how about you do both i'll oh, do i'll do mine in the middle thought you were gonna make fun of me but Thank you for not. Um, okay, I just so, need you to drink that so we can. I mean, I, I can have two drinks at one time. Okay. 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 Um, so I got a package the other day that I wasn't expecting, which is always a fun treat. And I opened it up. My sister, Brittany, Roy, writes the like kindest cards. And I know I'm going to cry every time she writes them. And this was no exception. But this gift that was sent with it was sent. Well, Shannon was out visiting Brittany and um. I don't know, a couple weeks ago, Shannon actually bought this mug and then Brittany wrote the card and mailed it. So I'm saying it's from both of them. It's Good job, bomb. Sisters. If you don't know, I collect like fun coffee mugs and it's my favorite thing to like see what my mood is that day and use that <laughs> mug. I don't have like nice matching. I do have nice matching mugs. I just don't use them. Um, this is a clear glass mug and it's got daisies on it. Super trendy right now. And then it says in a beautiful cursive, 
clusterfuck. <laughs> and so like, there's been a lot of just like shit happening in my life. And so Brittany, of course, related to the card to like, I feel like this mug is perfect for what's happening in your life right now. And it's a great mug. It's super fun. You can get one um, on Etsy for 11 bucks. Mine is from a local shop in Seattle that unfortunately doesn't have um, a functioning shopping website that I could link to. So Etsy is just as good. A local maker you can buy it from for 11 bucks. And, you know, I'll probably use it a lot on Mondays, I feel like. <laughs> so we'll link to it. Etsy link. You've inspired me today to take the podcast in an unexpected direction. Whoa. Um, my first one's going to be hanger steaks. Oh, I'm going to have two, too. Yay! Because uh, you inspired me, huh. as you said, you know, like, you were talking about how it's this beautiful design and a beautiful <laughs> script of, you know, clusterfuck. You were yelling at me because yeah. we have hanger steaks featured at work that I needed to make a good sign to say it's, like, good for tacos. For sure. And I made a heart taco sign that said... <laughs> Great for tacos, question mark. And it was the most low effort shit design that somebody actually would probably pay a lot of money for. 100%. That took me about 30 seconds. And I put up as a like, here you go, Bridget. It was hilarious. Are you happy now? And I said, yes. (laughs) Uh, And the actual sign that I was like, you know, I have an idea. It's going to be like a step. Yeah, it was nice. It was a good sign. It is a good sign. Um, So anyway, hanger steaks. If you want to do tacos, they're delicious. But second of all, my my second product recommendation, we're going to do a product recommendation sandwich. Yours are going to be good. Ooh, sandwich. You know, it's like when you fire someone, right? (laughs) Compliment sandwich. (laughs) Um, So first of all, you spelled low daily wrong. I know. But I do, hilariously I, wrong because I you spelled it D-A-L-Y. <laughs> oh, did I? Yeah, you spelled like John Daly. I know because I literally have to think about it because in my head I thought they did that to be funny and I'm it wrong. It would be funny. I know. Um, so we had our last beer tour, brewery tour event this Wednesday, Thursday? Wednesday. Wednesday. At Low Daily in Burlington. And they so make awesome. incredible beer. It's a beautiful space. I think we've spoken about their design aesthetic Ugh. and how much Bridget. Couches. Yep. <laughs> I would, they're three thousand dollars. Okay, so the first time we went, we literally turned the couch over. We literally picked the couch up. Where's this couch? Turned from? it over and looked at the tag. I am. I have wanted a couch like that for years. Everybody I've told the story. So I'm like, no, literally, we turned. They're like, oh, you're kidding. I'm like, no. Oh. When I say literally, we got up, looked the under couch up. There aren't cushions. It. People, so. yeah. People we had don't to believe, look at- but we literally did it. Anyway, it's a beautiful aesthetic, a beautiful space. I would just like to talk about their table beer. Why, Nick? Were you not excited? <laughs> I've so, never seen Nick so excited about a beer. My beer aesthetic is low alcohol, sessionable beers that have character. <laughs> there's two ways you can build. Well, there's three ways you can build character. Uh. Your malt profile, your yeast profile, your hot profile. Table beers um, are also sometimes known as near beer. They're also. Um, oh, I didn't know that. I like yep, that. Um, because. Near beer is legal to um, serve to kids. Uh, Shut they're up. also sometimes known as small beers, which is the traditional English word for it. So they're they're oftentimes inspired by English pub styles. They mm. go back to when water wasn't safe to drink. So if you have a little <laughs> bit of alcohol in it, um, it's safe to drink. It sanitizes everything. So they're beers that you can drink all day. Every day as you're out doing the farm field things, like I love Pilsner, I love lager, I, I love these beers that are like lower alcohol. All day beers, tailgating beers. And because I love the flavor of like a well-brewed beer. So we walk into Low Daily and I, I'd heard good things about them. I'd had some, cro- the first time, rewind it back. Uh, <laughs> first time I walked in, I'd had some of those IPs. I'm like, these are pretty good. Like, yeah. you know, they're like a four out of five good, which 
honestly, like a lot of people are hitting four out of five good <laughs> on like a, a hazy IPA because if you do your things right, you can do it. It's a style that's not incredibly difficult to brew if you know what you're doing. Walked in and they had this English mild on, which is, that is what ridiculous. It's Let me find it. We, me and the bartender took way too long figuring this out. Um, <laughs> that was, it's called slow prime. It's an English pale ale. It's a traditional English pale ale. So like very low alcohol, um, fuggle. It's weird. Fuggle. Anyway. So like, it's a weird pub style. It's this hard to brew. Beer moment with Nick. <laughs> and I was just like, Oh my God. And this is where to be crass. I creamed my pants. I was just like, man, you nailed the style that like, that who? is exactly how we felt. <laughs> I was like, who the F are you that you think you could brew this style in Burlington, Wisconsin and get away with it. He did. Anyway. So this table beer, um, it's delicious. You can pound it. It has if like a nice malt character. Like, so it's like, you could just, you know, if you're Bridget, you're maybe like, oh, I have to drink like three of these. I don't even get a buzz. No, that is not my point. If I'm you're, like, if oh. you're Nick, you're like, I can just drink this all day because I'm so big that I metabolize it out before uh. I, the alcohol even hits me. So you get like all the delicious. Beer. So it's like NA beer, but without the grossness of NA beer, low daily brewery, Go check them out. Beautiful building. It's beautiful, beautiful aesthetic. Great beer. Tim, the brewer, is a G. And, um, and he and his wife own it, right? Yep. Or there's a group of them? Or is it just... Eh. Oh, yeah. I think he said one of the other guys. Well, anyway, I saw them last night at the restaurant. <laughs> I, I just got to tell you, go drink yeah. their beer. It's all delicious. Their staff, bartender and I have this discussion of like, I remember where... She remembers the menu so well. We both are like, because they have, you know, like hanging signs that then yep. rotate on the. I was like, no. Was cover, yeah. They have a, um, they have a lot great. of really great events going on too, trivia nights, and they do a um, go daily, which is like meant to get people up and moving. They do bar classes, swing classes were going on when we were there. So, so check I them would, out. Again, low alcohol beer styles. So good. So delicious. Now you all know. Hard to do. You know, anybody can hide stuff in a stout. You can make mistakes when brewing a stout because you're like, yeah, big. clear beers. Yeah. Can't make mistakes. It's like Sipe. This is the last time maybe we talked about, ooh, Sipe Columbia is coming. Ooh, Sipe Columbia is, yeah. <gasps> okay. Anyway, Continuing lots of beer. On. Lots of beer. Okay. So my other product rec is not something I would ever normally recommend, but I've been like in a little bit of a funk. I was feeling it this morning too. And there's one thing Nick knows that always gets both of us out of a funk. You love surprise. Not surprises. Oh. 90s hip hop. <laughs> um, same, same. But in Seattle and in Chicago, there are two awesome throwback like hip hop and R&B stations that are just like everything anyone our age loves. 104.3 in Chicago and 103.7 in Seattle. Well, I've tried. I like will 104.3 to come in because you think like we're not that far from Chicago. I happen to live right by our local radio station, uh, which basically yes. blocks the signal to everything, yes. including my cell phone. So there is an app, which I don't get radio apps. Like, no thank you, but it's called Odyssey. You want it to be Audacity. I'm not really sure. I thought sure. it was Audacity. We yeah. used to use that at the pod. I know, and I used to think it was Audacity too. It's Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y, and it's an app, and I download it, and I use it 
100% of the time to either listen to 103.7 in Seattle or 104.3 in Chicago. And I highly recommend it. I was listening to 103.7 today in Seattle because I missed my sister and thought that would be a fun uh, screenshotted it and Nelly was on. I sent it to her, you know, it got me right out of my funk. So totally, uh, these apps exist for some reason and it is so I can listen to Seattle radio stations without being, um, you know, without being fuzzy and which is like my least favorite thing, like fuzzy radio station. So Odyssey radio app. I have one last product recommendation. Why? It is crisscross. Why, Nick? Because it'll make you jump, jump. It'll make you jump, jump. <laughs> Come on. We'll be back, guys. Oh, guys. Uh, oh, guys. Okay, okay. We're back. Um, I'm real anxious here because Nick Nick really needs me to slam this cocktail, and I just drinking can't. French. Bridget, you <sighs> think this is a segment? You think we're drinking our way through this book? You're wrong. I mean, I'm glad because this is a lot of alcohol in one glass over here. You are wrong. Instead, we're <laughs> he's do... got a binder, you guys. Well, I need to hide this. <laughs> you look so a fish, Nick. Okay. Instead. Oh. My... <laughs> Oh my God, Nick. I've been on The Price is Right. Did you know that? I did. <gasps> oh my God, I'm going to be so bad at this game. We are playing Price is Right. Okay. One of your favorite things. You've done it. I know it's a fantasy of yours to win. You're playing against Shannon. I, Sh- Me, Shannon, Aaron, and Jody. We all went. We decorated shirts like cows. And we went and waited in the pouring rain at Prices Right. It was the best, one of the best days of my life, guys. You know, also birthed my children so, and my wedding. <laughs> I didn't think of this until about 10 o'clock today. Wow. Uh, because we were talking about a product that we both agree is too much money. And you said, yeah. like, not for the money. It's like, oh, Prices Right. Okay. But this is going to be really hard. Is this like inflation version or pre COVID? <laughs> we'll get to that. Okay. So I'm already um, nervous. So the datingdivas.com. Has a you can play at home as a date game. The Price is Right thing, and yeah, uh, some of the things had to be changed because of inflation. COVID. We'll get to this. Okay. Uh, I reached out to Brittany. I don't have her number. I don't My sister follow, Yeah, I don't follow what? her because I wanted Brittany, Shannon, you. Of course, oh. it was two hours. She has a new kid. Congratulations, Brittany. <laughs> so I had to like follow her, ask for the request, message oh. her. So I was like, Brittany, because I, I didn't want to ask for her phone number. You know what? I didn't think of that. <laughs> I Whatever. did not think of that. So, but uh, Shannon, Anna, she's got the kids today. Very stressful. Like she was able to get me all the responses. Oh, she did. So thank you, Shannon. So you are competing against your twin sister. So oh. all your fantasies could could come true. You could prove you are the the great twin, <laughs> the superior twin. I am older, you know. Uh, you can do Price of Right. All of your all of your fantasies. So round one. Uh, guess the, again the datingdivas.com. Don't sue us. Great job, guys. <laughs> Great job. Uh, beautifully done. Uh, round one, guess the price of the item of the following items. This Your is embarrassing. earns 50 points for each item that comes within 50 cents of each actual price. So the number one thing, Campbell's 10.75 ounce chicken noodle soup. All these prices are from Walmart, by the way. I did all this research today. Wow, Nick. I am so impressed. I go hard. I have hard. no effing clue how much a can of Campbell's soup costs. $1.50. 
A dollar fifty. I'm I'm right now. Shannon guessed two dollars and fifty cents. Wait, I'm sorry. Is it current prices? Yep, current oh, prices. Shannon's probably smarter. I did all the research. Shannon's probably closer. Coca Cola twelve pack soft drink. I feel like this is way more expensive than it should be. Um, six dollars. Guess there's a lot of Jeff, sugar in that. Extra chunky peanut butter. <laughs> uh, three fifty seven. <laughs> This is my favorite thing about prices, right? The random ass prices. GR Deli natural milk chocolate baking chips. Uh, uh, 4.15. <laughs> All right. So 50 <laughs> points if you come within uh, 50 cents of each uh, item. Okay. Campbell's, you guessed $1.50. Shannon guessed $2.45. It's $1.17. So Woo-hoo! you get 50 points. I was going to say a dollar. Yay. Okay. Coca-Cola, 12-pack. You guessed $6. Shannon guessed $4.95. It's $6.18. You are woo. killing it. I remember thinking how expensive Coca-Cola was. Like yeah. Shannon and I both texted each other back and forth like, oh, shit, we need to pay more attention to prices and stuff when we shop. Well, guys, this is made for me. Jif, extra chunky peanut butter. You guessed $3.57. Shannon guessed $3.79 is $2.42, so neither one of you wins. Oh, that's really much cheaper than I thought. Tyler Hutner's calling me. Why do we think that is? (gasps) Hello, Tyler. Welcome to the podcast. Decline this. Oh, I was like, are we going to answer, make him be live? (laughs) (laughs) Giardelli, natural milk chocolate chips, which, by the way, I would like to tell you is the most Giardelli square in San Francisco. Yeah, I've been there. Um, so it's very touristy trappy. Not even like it's poorly done touristy trappy. Oh, it looks a, a little time. bit like Polar Express type of the way they have it. Oh yeah, and it's just terrible. <laughs> um, it is three dollars forty eight cents. You guessed four fifteen. Shannon guessed two ninety seven. Neither one of you came within fifty cents. Well, oh! Shannon was a penny off. Shannon, I was hoping we could call oh! you in, but you got the kids, so we could you know. So you well, that would be fun. They would scream on air. They would love it. So it's one hundred to zero. Oh, dang. wow! Older, older Winnie, <laughs> the eldest. <laughs> Just kidding. That's Brittany. <laughs> oh damn! Was this too one busy this with is with her newborn to check Whoa. her uh, Instagram request. <laughs> Brittany, check your Instagram friend request. <laughs> Sorry, Brittany. Next time now. <laughs> uh oh, Tyler needs you urgently. Wants to know if I want some Brewers tickets. Uh, don't have time. I would love them. Yeah, Tyler, we do want them. I'll take Tyler. <laughs> the other Tyler. The other Tyler. All right, round two. Name, uh, number the following items in order from least expensive to most expensive. Oh, the team or teams most. that guess correctly wins 100 points. So it's 100 or nothing. Oh. So the items are Advil, ibuprofen, pain reliever, fever reducer, 200 count. So like when you really have that you know wrist joint pain, that's what you need. Uh, Hasbro's classic game, Twister. Uh, this is, you know, the classic edition. 16-count Duracell copper top. You know, just the normal Duracells, not the lithium, nothing special. Double-A batteries. Okay. Bounty Select, eight-size big rolls, uh, paper towels, 12-count. So the, the these are the double-ply. I did a lot of looking into this to make sure I got the right ones. I already guessed mine. Double-ply. So uh, Shannon says, least to most, Twister Bounty Advil batteries. Whoa, I did not guess that. Least to most, I guessed Advil, Twister, Bounty, Duracell. You're both wrong. Damn. <laughs> Coming in at the least expensive, 
16 count Duracell copper top AA batteries no. at $14.48. No way. Coming in second, Advil Ibuprofen Pain Reliever. Mind you, this is for 200 of them, $14.97. Next, what? Hasbro's Classic Game Twister at $19.95. And what? finally, Bounty. $20.98. Paper, trees, transportation, Dude, American labor. Bruh, this right here just shows you what's happening in our world. I don't know what else to say. So this next round is the inflation round. You'll see a cross out here <laughs> where it's that. no longer uh, done. And you'll also see the sizes have changed on the Lucky Charms and the Tide. <laughs> So round three is decide if the price for each item is too high or too low. Whoa. Circle your answer in the space provided. Uh, Shannon helpfully emailed me back. For each correct answer, your team earns 200 points. So the number one item, Swiffer Wet Jet Starter Kit, one count. Uh, Listed price $25.95. Is it too high or is it too low? I feel like it's too low. You think it's too low. I Shannon don't thinks it's too high. Really? The actual price is $24.94. So it's too high. $1 off. So Shasha gets. Shannon gets a point. 200 points. Oh, 200. Jesus. Lucky Charms. Uh, it says 20.6 ounce, which two years ago was the normal size. Now it's 18.6 ounce. Oh, sneaky. <laughs> um, list- it says list price $325. What do you think? Too high or I think too it's low? low? You both selected too low, and you are right. It is now three dollars and ninety eight cents. So two hundred to each of you. Cereal has gotten expensive. I've uh, they had a Freshetta Hawaiian style pizza for eight dollars and forty nine cents. I changed that to Jack's pepperoni pizza for a list price of three sixty nine. I think it's too high. Too high. What did Shannon guess? She guessed too low. Whoa. It is three dollars and forty-two cents. It's too high. You are making a comeback. Oops, that's you are on top because you're the older one. So <laughs> you're the elder. <laughs> oh. uh, okay, and finally for this round, we have Tide Original Liquid Laundry Detergent, which is he possible. Uh, it was a hundred flor- fluid ounces. Now it's I want to say floral ounces because you're <laughs> floral and bitter. Uh, <laughs> but it's actually ninety two ounces now. Twelve ninety nine. Too high or too low? I don't know because I don't really understand. I'm gonna say too low. Shannon says too high. This is gonna be the tiebreaker. Wow. Is it too high or is it too low? It is twelve dollars and ninety seven cents. Oh come on! Shannon wins. That is BS. Two cents. I demand a recount. Shannon <laughs> takes 600 points from this round. You take 400. That's so BS. <laughs> it is 100 from the previous round for you. Plus, So you have 500. Whoa. Oh. Almost lost a computer there. Shannon has 600. You trail by 100 points. Oh. <laughs> that one was BS. <laughs> we are oh, going into the okay. final round. And we had to do some modifications. So round four is examine the collection of items below. Determine the total price for the collective items. The group closest to total combined price without going over receives 500 points. Wait, what is this called? The showcase. Showcase showdown. The items are, this is, you know, like something Elliot would be really into. I, I have do no think, idea how much I think you costs. have an advantage here because this is like an Elliot thing. Shannon's a better parent than you and doesn't <laughs> let her children just like park Play out. Play video games. <laughs> 
Shannon's kids are younger. They don't know how to play video Congratulations, games. Shannon. You're a better parent. You're at a disadvantage here. Great job. <laughs> High five. Uh, I'm mm. a Toro, terrible human. I have no idea how much TVs cost. Because I don't give a shit how big inch. my TV is. Give me a 20-inch TV. <laughs> <laughs> big as my computer. <laughs> Vizio 70-inch 4K smart TV, a Nintendo Switch, and a Mario Kart game for said Switch. Okay. My bid. I'm just going with my first gut, which I think is too high, but you know what? Whatever. Okay, what's Shannon's bid? I won't change mine, I promise. Shannon bids $2,225. You guys, maybe mine's way too low. It's just a Switch, a TV, and a video game. Correct. $660. It's too low, but it's not over. (laughs) The combined price is $846.94. Congratulations, Bridget. (laughs) Shannon, what kind of TVs are you buying? Also, what? I blame the distraction of her kids for that one. So, by okay, a score just... of 1,600, <laughs> prize is right winner. <laughs> you guys, that was the best part of my week. <laughs> okay, I need to know, how much was that TV? Do you know? I do. The TV was 498000 Okay, I guessed 400 200 TVs are super cheap. I guessed day. 400 for the TV, 200 for the Switch, and 60 for the game. Wow. You nailed it. Except the Switch obviously was more expensive, huh? Wow, Nick. I'm <laughs> Oh, you guys, I needed that this week. Thank I have you. confidence that Brittany would have won. Uh, again, yeah. <laughs> Brittany, my apologies for not having your number or thinking to ask Shannon for, for your, your number. number. Also, I actually thought about texting your mom for Brittany's number. <laughs> but not Shannon. But I was like, oh, I could ask Beth. And, but the mental gymnastics of like, Having to explain to your mom what we're doing—that's fair—and it was rummage sale day. Oh, it's rummage sale. Yep. She's very busy. Um, also, Brittany would not have won because her pricing would have been skewed because she's in a more expensive part of the country. Just saying. Can we just let me revel in the fact that I won this one? Okay, thanks. So again, <laughs> making all of your fantasies come true. Price is right. French cocktails. French cocktails. Wow. Uh, superior twin. What elder pa- twin. Whatever. <laughs> Old. Worse, mom, but you know, better at game shows. <laughs> I will say thank you, Shannon, for entertaining my uh, very late. This did come up because there was something that you uh, that we we had a, a an email go out about an overpriced product. Oh, that we yes. this is how the inspiration came because I had a different segment planned. I also shared the inspiration <laughs> that was like, and then this thing came out. I was like, I mean, I'm interested in this, but not at that price. Yeah, and then you yeah. said to like, you said like, 100 percent, not that price is not a value. And I'm like. <gasps> Bridget loves a value. Price is right. Guys, I love a good value. I will pay for a good product, like as we were discussing. Okay. You'll wear your grandpa's clothes. Oh, man. Don't get me started. I was like, don't get me started. My palms got sweaty. I got excited. That's a Macklemore lyric. spaghetti. Everybody. That's an M&M lyric. lyric. Look at this. God, all my favorite things. And, you know, we had some crisscross making. Really all of my favorite things on this episode. Including the food I'm about to tell you about. I know. Man, you're killing the transitions today. I didn't plan that. I know. This is what I'm here for, to help move us along. (laughs) Um, You want me to tell you about mine? Yeah. Okay. It is Lake Geneva Restaurant Week. 
No, hell no, I didn't make this. Oh, I know where. You, yes, this is yes. very good. Um, my this dad, all makes sense. Yeah, right. My dad just uh, he missed our low daily event. This he wanted to come, good. but uh, couldn't. So the next he day, he would have loved the Mexican lager. I, I know he would have loved it. So next day, he was like, "Hey, you want to grab a beer?" Uh, and we went to Lake City Social. Uh, mm-hmm. It's easy. We could have the kids be there. They have great appetizers, great food. Um, we did not. We got an appetizer off the restaurant week menu, but. We got four entrees for three adults because I'm incapable of making a decision. But I get Wait, the same. What? What? I get the same thing every time I go there, which is that when it comes to price, right? You just dominate. That's right, everybody. I have many skills, including '90s television shows. Um, their Nashville hot chicken. I'm so lucky. Like, if, if I'm not going to be at Hattie B's in Nashville, I might as well go to Lake City and have theirs. And they're very, very different good. than Hattie B's, but it's very good. I would agree. Yeah, it's different. Yep, I would agree with that. St- Tyler yep. and I both love it, and rarely do he and I both like feel as excited about the same dish, and it is so damn good. So I'm here to say Lake City Social's Nashville Hot Chicken. My best friend Doug and myself, uh, we both worked for family businesses and lived mm-hmm. at home in the uh, early, uh, early 2010s, days. <laughs> late 80s. Um, and when it used to be Sprecher, we went there way too much because oh, – yeah. We were making like $32,000 a year. Brecker, a value. Paying uh, rent. Well, that was a lot of money. I know. Like when you're 23, oh, 24. Oh, you're that old. Oh, yeah. You know, okay. like That's not true. paying rent. Way you're back to, like, then. Just like save money for a house. You can live here and like do chores and, you know, like you're working for me for an under market value contract. So we went there all the time. And uh, so that was kind of our place. TR from Topsy Turvy's calling busy me. Busy time, man. Um, bet she needs more brats. Bet she needs more brats. But uh, so we go there too much and we always ordered the same thing. And we also ordered, they had, because uh, we managed to show up at 4.57 and Sam, mm-hmm. our bartender there is great. Love her. And um, she was there last night. <laughs> so we ordered these Long Islands. Oh no. People used to always get those at Sprecher. We're like pink. And mm-hmm. so we would order the same thing with these pink daiquiris. Men, uh, Pink daiquiri looking things that were actually Long Island's and were like on the happy hour menu and the greatest way to, you know, like <laughs> on kind of a budget, but like I got money. Uh, anyway, people thought we were married. I 100% would, uh, yeah. people thought we were married. Again, not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm an ally. Get your Long Island. <laughs> so I now, when it changed over to Lake City, so well, uh, no, this was yeah. Hula Hands. It used to be Hula Hands. <gasps> Best uh, Snickers ice cream oh pie God. dessert ever. Anyway, uh, so I try very hard not Boy. to order the same thing, and Doug really likes the Nashville hot chicken, so oh. I only have it if I don't go with Doug, and I rarely go there without Doug. This is what I'm saying. Me and my dad and Tyler almost all got it, so we're like, no, I'll get the street tacos, which were also very good. As we're getting older, like, oh, okay, there's a little, you know, less. <laughs> Listen to us. But, so, uh, you know, that was the best thing I ate. Uh, I made broccoli cheese soup. Uh, yeah, you talked about this last one other time when you made it, at least to me. I don't know if it was. I'm unfair. very good at this. I like, know, and it sounds I keep so good. Narrowing it down. I'm <laughs> very good at it. I just want to say it was delicious. I loved it. Uh, if anybody wants to come over and eat grilled cheese soup and grilled cheese, or grilled cheese and <laughs> broccoli delicious. cheese soup, well, because the key yes. is the grilled cheese is just a yeah. vehicle to get more soup into your mouth. I just am a tomato grilled cheese person. I did. But I love broccoli cheese soup separately. I did. Um, I have a new. Uh, we'll talk about this next I week. I thought so. I was like, "You're new to Apple Watch." We'll talk about this next I'm week. Broke. Oh, no. Then I thought I fixed it, and now it's broken still. Okay. Um. 
I shred. I so I did a mixture of Ron cheese, shredded mild cheddar, sharp cheddar, and gouda. Whoa! Mix that together and do that for the grilled cheese with bacon and tomato. Yum! And it was like sounds delicious. <clears throat> I wanted to get simple white bread, but they close at a challenging time, unreasonably <laughs> early. <laughs> it is a hard time. Yes. Uh, so no, we just did like crappy white bread. I mean, sometimes. and I got to tell you, like, because white bread is what you need for a grilled cheese because it's. White bread and American cheese is what we used to have no. as kids. I mean, yes, as kids, that's what we had. Well, okay, but now you know Ron cheese exists. You got to shred it so oh. it, like, melts evenly. And then you can do, like, all the flavor. It's and so mayo good. instead of butter. Yes, mayo yes. instead of butter. Ron Thank cheese you, Ron cheese. That. <laughs> uh, anyway, those were delicious. Also, I made some frozen margaritas out of botaritas. Those looked so good. That were so good. Oh, so jealous. Uh, next Tuesday, what are you guys doing? Come on over. Oh, I was like, what's Tuesday? Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, we have great. an email chain going out about uh, tacos. Yep. And there's a couple I need to re-photograph. So, like, Two come on over. If you want to sign up, check out our social media. Uh, anyway. <laughs> oh, okay, man, we've made it. We've I feel like made we've, it. we've put a lot hey in this week. Now we've made it. Look, Look how far we've come, come now, baby. Uh, that's You're welcome, nine. everybody. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it's time for Kid Corner. More singing from us. How lucky. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Yeah, man, mine's kind of boring. Um, It's not boring. It's just I'm not making fun of my kids anymore. Namaste. Namaste. We did this a lot during COVID, but, like, I don't know what happened. The kids were just wily. It was before school, so you know when that's the case. You're like, man, it's going to be a long day. But Tyler, I was like, they left me alone silently for a few minutes, and I was like, what? What? It's a little quiet, and that grabs your attention when you're a mom. Um, Tyler had put on kids' yoga, and they both – were glued to it. And he put it on his phone, not the giant TV right behind them. Tiny little phone. And um, yeah, put on put on kids yoga and they both sat there. I have pictures of them like calmly, quietly laying in like- It's not how I picture Lou. Whatever, sleeping pose. I don't know what the hell it's called. Yeah, I know. And they, that's what I'm saying. Like <clears throat> I texted you yesterday a picture of Simona looking like a gangster. I'm like, she just want to be like Lou. Just want to be like my Lou. Not like late. You should see the pictures Lucy made me take of her this morning. <laughs> she put on her sunglasses and she was like, Anyway, so yeah, that's how you picture Lucy. I know when you were doing that before. So anyway, they were quietly, calmly doing yoga. So again, Cosmic Kids Yoga is one of them. We do like, um, this was Finding Nemo Yoga, I think. So it was like under the water. So they would like pretend to swim. Uh, It kept them quiet and not killing each other for at least 25 minutes. Highly recommend. (laughs) Highly recommend making your kids pick up sticks. (laughs) Yeah, that's also a great activity. Just showing attitude pictures of Lucy. <laughs> she, again, you're a uh, cam, 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 Camaro. It's not camouflage. Camouflage? What is it called? I don't know what you're trying to the, say. The cutout picture we're going to do of you for your floral and bitter thing. Oh, cameo. Cameo. Is <laughs> uh, Lucy. It's Lucy. It is Lucy. I distracted him with a photo. Sorry. Yep. Sorry. Uh, Lucy is you. It's hilarious. I didn't know you when she's you were. She's a product of me. But like, she's. It was me. This. Clearly karma. It me. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, <laughs> Simona is uh, definitely hitting the terrible two stage. Oh, like, yeah, she's a times. great kid. Like, this is like so privileged and relative. She's a great kid. Her like highs and lows are, there's a lot of kids that are a lot worse. <laughs> we're very lucky. I'm prefacing all this. We only have one kid. Like, I'm prefacing all of this with, I know, shut up. I don't want to hear it. But, like, she. That's me telling him that, guys. She is, like, having her highs and lows bigger than she normally does. 
And the way to do it is like she just wants to work the energy out. She wants to be outside. She wants to be running around. We have all this land. She knows she can go run down to Mimi and Papa's house. And she wants to do it, which is like great, great in so many ways, but also a challenge in other ways. So the other day, we got the wiggles out by walking. She walks. It's literally half a mile. Yeah, it's a long walk. Down a very steep hill. She <laughs> walked across like a hill, uh, across a field that's bumpy and rocks all over. She literally walked her ass all the way across that field, all the way down the very steep hill. Like it's a great sledding hill. To Mimi and Papa's house, got the side-by-side, the mule, drove it down to where there's a bunch of sticks on the ground. <laughs> and she spent 25 minutes picking up sticks with me. Because, like, we do need sticks for kin- – because we have fires a lot. Yeah. Uh, picked them all up, put them in the back of it, like, taller than her, bigger than her. Talked to me the entire time about how she used her muscles. Miss Sarah told her to use her muscles. Uh, shout out to Miss Sarah. Sarah. Uh, my God, when I was a kid, my parents were like, go pay up six. I was like, this is a terrible chore. Like, who cares if we run over? I now know it's a way for you yes. to entertain your Stay kids. busy. So um, picking up sticks, I got a great picture of her standing in the back of the mule, so proud of the sticks she picked up. They are sitting on the side of our <laughs> lawn drying out because they're a little wet. They're, they're new wood. They need to dry, especially if we're using them as kindling. You don't want, like, wet smoke in your fire. Oh, why not? <laughs> JK, JK, I know that much. Do you want to talk about table beer some more? <laughs> <laughs> or bonfires? Uh, anyway, very proud of my girl. I love her. She is a country girl, I think. Um, it's very special. I'm, my God, I'm going to be another. Nick, is here we go, guys. Uh, <laughs> it's very special to me the time, the quiet times I spend with her where we do walks and like talk about things. And I just love my daughter so much. <laughs> I love my girl so much. Okay, everybody. <laughs> I'm actually gonna start crying. It's very special to me. I love my daughter. I'm very proud of her. You know, stop talking. You're gonna cry, man. I am gonna cry. Save it off air. <laughs> okay, everybody. Thanks for listening. I you know, hope we say um, you know how to find us, but I also I was thinking about this. I write really great show notes. You can look at the show notes. Look at the show and notes. And if you don't know what show notes are, my very favorite podcast of current times, Morbid, explains what show notes are. Show notes are in the it, where it says see more. There's a title of the episode, and then there's some words. You can press see more. Those are the show notes. So you can always find links oh, and info. God. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, no longer YouTube. Read the show notes. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye-bye. I'm crying. <laughs>